Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Education podcast, the official podcast for the Charlevoix-Emmett Intermediate School District, featuring voices in education. My name is Mike Haynes, and I'm the Director of Instructional Services at the Charlevoix-Emmett Intermediate School District. Today, it is my pleasure to be talking with the Charlevoix Public Schools Superintendent, Mike Ritter. Mike, thank you for talking with me today. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to uh, do this podcast with you today and highlight the things, uh, just a few things in Charlevoix that I'm very proud of. Um, and so thank you for this opportunity. Thanks for coming around to our local superintendents to get this started. Certainly would love to do that with some more of our staff sure, in, in the sure. near future. Well, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Uh, and I'd like to start by asking if you'd just share a little bit about your background and what led you to Charlevoix. Okay, so it's a pretty long background. This is my 32nd year in education. Okay. It all started um, growing up in Minnesota. My dad was a teacher, and I went to, to school in Minnesota to become a teacher, and I, I was fortunate enough to get hired in Big Rapids, Michigan as mm-hmm. a fourth grade teacher, and I also coached some track and some cross country at that time. And then I became a principal um, at the young age of 29 um, in Ludington, Michigan. And I was a principal there until I became superintendent here in Charlevoix in 2015. Just so proud to be uh, a part of Charlevoix Public Schools in this community. Sure. And at the time, we had one um, of our children had already graduated, was at Oakland University, and we had three of our kids come here. So two boys and our daughter, um, who is still a junior at the middle high school. That's great. That's an interesting perspective when you're the administrator and the parent. Uh, yes, wearing mul- multiple hats. <laughs> we could probably talk and, about uh, that for a while. We could, yeah. <laughs> you know, part of the Raider mission is to prepare students to think, learn, and positively contribute to a diverse global community. Can you share a few points of pride that um, make that happen in Charlotte? Yeah, so it's really difficult, you know, as, as educators to point out two to three points of pride. Yeah. There's so many things that I'm proud of, as I'm sure... Um, other districts have shared with you as well at this point. Um, one thing that I'm really proud of is just that kids first mentality throughout mm-hmm. our district. You'll find that at all levels um, with all staff members, sure. including our volunteers and, and those um, families that support as well. And so just very proud of that first and foremost, um, that kids first mentality. Um, number two, I guess I would, I can't really say as just one item, but I'm proud of what we have to offer we mm-hmm. offer very small class sizes. Our ranges are between 19 and 21. That's great. Um, at both buildings, uh, we we provide you know positive behavior supports at the elementary school. Um, you know, nursing support, counseling support, and things like that outside of the classroom. Um, and then also we have very strong athletics, as mm-hmm. as you know, um, our PA band, uh, the arts are well supported in our district, and we have uh, students that excel in all of those areas. And then super fortunate to provide some really unique CTE courses um, for our middle high school students, along with uh, some really strong AP courses. In fact, for the size of our district, I'm incredibly proud of the number of things that we do offer um, our kids. Um, Along with that, of course, is, you know, your support for, that we receive from our community um, for our Raider Christmas um, families. Our elementary school raised over $15,000 this year with the support of our community. Uh, Our Raider Den at the Middle High School has been instrumental in helping so many families and kids. And then just along the, uh, just all the partnerships that we have with with groups like Charlevoix State Bank and our local civics groups. Um, And so just very appreciative of the support that that everyone provides our kids. Um, And last but certainly not least, um, incredibly strong support of our community. Um, They've Mm -hmm. supported us throughout the years, for many years, on bonds. Um, the enhancement millage, which was huge um, for us and many others in our area, um, and then su- supporting our fundraisers, and the list can, the list goes on. 
that's a great list. <laughs> uh, and, and I imagine you know, we can, we could again, talk about that for quite a bit of time. And that's I'd love right. to come back and, and talk more about what some of those specific great things are that are happening. Uh, so the superintendent job is complex. It's multifaceted. Yeah. What's the best part about it for you? I, I would say the best part is just working with, with staff and students um, when I get the opportunity to. Obviously, as a superintendent, that's a little bit different than when you're a teacher mm-hmm. um, or a principal. Um, also, just very proud of our Board of Education, the co- their collaborative nature and how they work together. Very strong administrative team. I'm proud of the work that they do with our, with our staff as well. Um, and so it's a very complex job. I always see our job as administrators, myself included, with that group of, of administrators um, is trying to remove the barriers that exist for educators because we know that that's where the magic happens, mm-hmm. right? In the classroom, right? You know, as principals and superintendent and food service director and bus director and things like that, we don't get the opportunity to interact with kids and teach on a daily basis. And so, um, you know, we just try to make sure that we do our job well so that it makes them, um, it gives them the best opportunity for mm-hmm. success in that classroom. Well, speaking of removing barriers, what are some of the biggest challenges that that your district or education yeah. faces today? So we really came off of two really, really difficult years of, uh, you know, responding to COVID. And that was challenging for our families. Mm-hmm. It was challenging for our staff members, for our businesses, for our nation, quite frankly. Um, and so I just am really proud of that big challenge that we all did face in the way that we handled it in this area. Yeah. Our kids were fortunate. We were fortunate to be able to have school for the most part, um, in session, um, you know, other than the spring of 2020. And so that was probably the biggest challenge that I've faced in my, my career. Um, and I think that we did a great job with it. Another uh, area of concern is, um, is finding future educators. And so we're so fortunate so to have the, the staff that we have right now, um, very high quality um, staff and finding as they retire, Mm -hmm. Um, which many are choosing to do um, and will continue to do, obviously, um, finding people um, with their same passion and skill set and things like that to fill it because there aren't as many people going into um, education, and that's very concerning. Definitely. That's a challenge everywhere. Yeah. So education is constantly changing. Um, What's one recent trend that you think will have a major influence on your district in the years to come? Yeah, I think that is staffing. Um, and again, as I just shared, one of the biggest concerns that we have um, is is being able to fill those educational positions as they sure. as they um, come up. But it's also finding bus drivers and it's mm-hmm. finding support staff, um, you know, members and coaches, and you know, kind of the list goes on there. Everybody um, is so valuable um, to the process of educating children, and and yet it's getting increasingly difficult um, mm-hmm. to to hire. Um, quality staff and and find people that aren't already working in other fields and and we just don't have enough of our youngsters going into education and um, that's very concerning to me Um, a lot of times people ask me like hey Mike would you do this again I would do it again in a heartbeat Mm -hmm. and I would encourage my children to do it so far none of them have taken me up on it um, which is sad Um, but uh, you know so that's my biggest concern uh, moving forward is just staffing in general and um, so I'm sure you see it at the ISD as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Everywhere, yes. So what's one piece of advice that you would give somebody who's thinking about a career in education or even school leadership? Yeah. So I definitely encourage everyone to go into education. Um, I, I believe it's just a, a fabulous uh, career. 
And um, the opportunity to be able to support kids and families is just um, just a great opportunity. Um, and so I, I encourage everybody to do that. I also want to encourage people to um, that have an interest to become a superintendent. Um, and I would really, my advice to them would be to just kind of make sure that they, they immerse themselves in education for, at all levels so that they have a real strong understanding of what everyone does. Um, you can't possibly, I've had a lot of jobs within education over my career, but you can't possibly have done them all. It's right, very unlikely. Right. Um, and to understand the, the need for each of them and how important they are to, to us being able to do our job every day. You know, I used to think back when I was a fourth grade teacher, um, all of the effort that it took place to get those 25 to 27 kids into my classroom every day, mm-hmm. right? From, from the breakfast program, from our bus drivers, from parents dropping them off. And just everything that had to take place in order for them to be in my classroom, ready to go, and hopefully ready to learn. Yeah. And so it, it, it really does take everyone um, working in concert to make that happen on a daily basis. Sure. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I guess basically the, the opportunity to do this again, um, this is kind of fun uh, to talk about education and, and the importance of it. Um, and I, and I just, uh, I guess I would like to encourage everybody, um, you know, we're so fortunate, I guess, to, to participate in public ed mm-hmm. and the opportunities that our children do have, um, in our nation and to, to really embrace those opportunities. Um, because as a small district, we have a tremendous amount of opportunity, um, you know, for kids and, and I, and it, if everybody could take advantage of it, that would be great. Um, so I don't know if there's anything else I want to add with that beyond that, um, other than the fact that I'm just very proud to, to be the superintendent of Charlevoix Public Schools. And uh, we have a great school district. We, have a, we live in a great community, and we're very fortunate to, to live in northern Michigan. So true. Well, Mike, it's been a pleasure learning about the ways that you approach the important role leading the Charlevoix Public Schools and preparing students to become confident, lifelong learners. So thank you for your leadership and for having this conversation. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Look forward to some in the future. Thank you for listening to the Leaders in Education podcast. Please check out our archive for past episodes. And remember, the great thing about learning is that you never have to stop.